Hello everyone. In this class, we'll study about the sensory system. We are going to mainly concentrate on ascending tracts. Sensory cortex. Both laminscule and anterolateral systems ultimately convey their impulses to the sensory cortex. The sensory cortex is a primary sensory area that is also called as S1 or first somatic sensory area, which is located in the postcentral gyrus containing the Brodmann areas 3, 1, 2. The area 3 responds uh, to light touch. The area 1 and 2, they respond to deep stimuli such as pressure and joint movement. And uh, it is supplied by afferents from both the sides of face and opposite side of the body. If you see the, in the spinal, spinal cord, the ascending tracts, they are mainly uh, the dorsal column, the, the lateral column, the dorsal column they mainly run in the posterior aspect of the spinal cord whereas uh, lateral columns like uh, lateral spinothalamic tract, uh, ventral spinocerebellar, lateral spinocerebellar they are going to run in the lateral aspect of the spinal cord whereas anterior spinothalamic, spinothalamic tract they run in the anterior aspect of the anterior part of the spinal cord. Sensory homunculus. The different areas of body have a topographical representation in the postcentral gyrus. The representation is such that the body appears upside down. Thus, foot area occupies the most medial part of the gyrus, which is on the medial side of the cerebral hemisphere, and the face area situated in the lateral part of the gyrus. The tongue occupies in the position further down than that of the face. However, the parts of the face are not represented in an inverted manner. So here you can see the cerebral hemisphere and you can see the area of representation in the lateral cortex. If you see carefully, the representation is upside down whereas the face is in the, in the lower part and the legs are in the medial part. And the area of representation, it mainly depends on the number of uh, the receptors uh, they have in that particular area. This is the area for the leg, foot, trunk, this is for uh, area of hand, this is for the face where uh, the face is actually, uh, it is not inverted. Areas of the body which uh, they are sensitive, that is where the population of receptors are very high, occupy bigger space irrespective of actual size of the organ. The sensory homunculus represents opposite half the body as both laminscal and anterolateral system have crossed the midline to end on the opposite half the cortex. Functions of S1 that is parietal cortex widespread bilateral excision of somatosensory area 1 causes loss of the following types of sensory judgment. The person is unable to localize discreetly the different sensation in the body parts. Then however uh, he or she can localize these sensation crudely such as uh, to a particular hand uh, to a major level of the body trunk or uh, to one of the legs. Thus, it is clear that the brainstem, thalamus or parts of the cerebral cortex are not normally considered to be concerned with somatic sensation uh, can perform some degree of localization. Second, the person is unable to judge the critical degrees of pressure against the body. Then person is unable to judge the weight, weights of the objects. 
then the person is unable to judge shapes or forms of object and this is called as astereognosis the person is unable to judge the texture of materials because of this type of judgment depends on highly critical sensation caused by movement of the fingers over the surface to be judged note that in specific uh, absence of uh, only somatosensory area one appreciation of pain temperature sense is preserved uh, both in quality and intensity but the sensations are poorly localized indicating that pain and temperature localization depends greatly on the topographical map of the body in somatosensory area one to localize the source secondary sensory area is located on the parietal cortex in the lateral cerebral sulcus uh, removal of it produces deficits in discrimination power some of the ascending sensory tracts are tracts which are present in the dorsal white column which are uh, medial lemon skull system and they are also called as tract of gall and burda so which consists fasciculus gracilis fasciculus cuneatus then we have tracts of the lateral white column which consist of lateral spinothalamic tract and dorsal spinocerebellar and ventral spinocerebellar tract and the tracts which are there in the white ventral white column are ventral ventral spinothalamic tracts always any sensory pathway there are three order neurons first order neuron second order neuron and third order neuron first order neuron from the receptors to the spinal cord to the medulla I mean in case of dorsal column pathway the second order neuron from the spinal cord or at the level of medulla to the thalamus then the third order neurons are always from I mean thalamus to the sensory cortex tracks in the dorsal white column so these tracks conveys the following information from various parts of the body that is fine touch tactile localization and two point discrimination pressure vibration proprioception kinesthetic sensation and some un un unconscious kinesthetic impulses to the cerebellum via external arcuate fibers and some uh, they convey superficial reflexes as well fine touch pathway so in fine touch pathway the receptors they for both uh, uh, fine and crude touch mesinus carpuscles merkel's carpuscles or pacinian carpuscles the first order neurons uh, the impulses are carried from the receptor to the spinal cord by the fasciculus gracilis and cuneatus by uh, a beta fibers some touch impulses are also conducted via c fibers but they do not relay there fasciculus gracilis receives offers afferents from the lower half that is lumbar and sacral segment fasciculus cuneatus receives afferents from bo, uh, from upper half that is cervical and thoracic segments above the mid thoracic region fibers from the spinal cord are represented as a sacral to cervical seg segment from medial to lateral in the spinal cord majority of the fibers in the medulla in the nucleus gracilis and nucleus uh, cuneatus uh, respectively where they they are first relay station second order neuron second order neuron arises from the nucleus gracilis and nucleus cuneatus they are divided into two groups external arcuate fibers and internal arcuate fibers 
external arcuate fibers again they get divided into dorsal and ventral group dorsal fibers they enter into the inferior cerebr cerebral peduncle of the same side to end in the cerebellum and uh, they also uh, the ventral fibers they are going to reach to the cerebellum uh, that is particularly opposite side of the cerebellum uh, via uh, superior peduncle internal arcuate fibers they cross the opposite side and pass through the midbrain in in the medial lemniscus to end in the specific relay nuclei of thalamus that is ventroposterior nuclei so this forms the second uh, relay station the third order neurons uh, they pass via posterior limb of the internal capsule to end in the sensory cortex so this is the diagram showing uh, the dorsal column tract where the, all the afferent fibers from the uh, from the different parts of the body from the opposite side of the body they are going to enter into the nucleus gracilis and nucleus cuneatus without um, crossing in the spinal cord to reach uh, to the medulla from there the second order neuron they are going to decussate in medulla to reach the opposite spinal cord then in the medulla from the medulla they ascend up to the cortex to reach the ventroposterior nucleus so which forms the second order neurons and third order neurons uh, from the thalamus to reach to the sensory cortex that is area number 312 so this forms the dorsal column tract if you see the organization of the uh, the fibers in the spinal cord uh, in the fasciculus gracilis they mainly the fibers from the sacral and lumbar segment whereas fascicular cuneatus they contains fibers from thoracic and cervical parts so usually the fibers which uh, are carried uh, from the uh, cervical and uh, thoracic they are present in the lateral part of the spinal cord and the fibers which are uh, carried from the lumbar and sacral segment they occupy the medial portion uh, in the spinal cord coming to the lateral spinal lateral spinothalamic tract it carries all the types of pain temperature itch and tickle sensation pathway of pain receptors are the free nerve endings first order neurons they are carried from the receptors to the spinal cord by mainly a delta fibers which uh, carries phosphine fibers and here the neurotransmitter released is glutamate whereas uh, c slope pain fibers the neurotransmitter released here is substance p on entering the spinal cord the pain signal take two pathways to the brain through neurospinothalamic tract which is for the fast pain and paleospinothalamic tract which is for the slow pain the neurospinothalamic tract the a delta fibers they terminate mainly in the lamina 1 of the dorsal horn cells whereas in paleospinothalamic tract c fibers uh, which are the fibers uh, carrying sensation slow pain sensation they terminate on the lamina 2 and 3 which forms a substantia gelatinosa the second order neurons arise at the level of spinal cord most of the axons of second order neuron cross in the anterior cross in anterior white 
commissure obliquely to the opposite side uh, of the same segment. They ascend in the lateral spinothalamic tract. The fibers from neospinothalamic tract end in the ventroposterior nucleus of the thalamus and fibers from paleospinothalamic tract end in the interlaminar ventrolateral nucleus of the thalamus. On their way to the thalamus, these fibers send collaterals to reticular formation, periaqueductal gray and tectum. Paleospinothalamic fibers give off much more collaterals than the neospinothalamic tract. Only one-tenth and... Uh, one-tenth to one-fourth of the fibers pass through the thalamus. Axons from the sacral and lumbar segments of the body are pushed laterally by axons crossing midline at successive higher levels. Therefore, the fibers are represented as cervical to sacral segment from medial to lateral in spinal cord. A lesion in cervical regions uh, situated close but outside the spinal cord for example in tumor will cause loss of pain sensation in the sacral or lumbar segment as they are most superficial but the sensation of the cervical region persists. The third order neurons uh, in thalamus the third order neuron starts and ends in the sensory cortex. This is diagram showing the the pain pathways the the paleospinothalamic tract and the neospinothalamic tract both the tracts uh, the the fibers the first order neuron fibers they cross the dorsal root ganglion and they cross at the same spinal segment to the opposite spinal cord in the anterior commissure then they are going to the second order neuron they are going to ascend up to ascend up in the spinal cord in the uh, the spinal lemniscus uh, they're they're going to reach to the thalamus whereas uh, the neospinothalamic tract uh, which uh, the fibers uh, which are mainly of a uh, beta a delta afferent fibers they are going to the they are going to reach to the specific part in the thalamus that is ventroposterior nucleus so then third order neurons they're going to reach to the sensory cortex Whereas uh, the fibers of paleospinothalamic tract, they are mainly of uh, C fibers. Uh, they ascend into the spinal tract and they end into the interlaminar uh, nucleus of the thalamus. And then from they diffusely go to the, uh, they form thalamocortical radiation, then they go to the sensory cortex. So this is diagram shows the arrangement of the uh, the cervical and uh, thoracic fibers. They are going to occupy in the medial part in the spinal cord, whereas uh, lumbar and sacral they are going to occupy the lateral part uh, in the spinal cord. Coming to the ventral or anterior spinothalamic tract, they mainly convey the crude touch and. Uh, if you see the first order neurons, the impulse carried the, from the receptor to the spinal cord mainly by A beta fibers. Some touch uh, impulses are also conducted via C fibers. After entering the spinal cord, the fibers end around the cells which are situated in the midbrain uh, median part of the dorsal horn, that is the first relaxation from where the second order neuron arises. Uh, 
Second order neuron cross the anterior white commissure obliquely to opposite side of the same segment to end in the ventroposterior nucleus of thalamus. Small number of axons of second order neurons are uncrossed and may ascend homolaterally uh, as the anterior spinothalamic tract. While ascending, the ventral spinothalamic tract runs in parallel with lateral spinothalamic tract and together constitute spinal lemniscus or anterolateral system of ascending fibers. At higher brainstem level, this tract uh, sends several collaterals to the reticular formation and tegmentum. Then the third order neurons, uh, they begins from the thalamus and they ends in the sensory cortex. This diagram showing the anterior spinothalamic tract, the, the first order neuron they crosses the spinal cord in the anterior commissure going to reach to the anterior part of the spinal cord from there they are going to ascend up to the thalamus where uh, from thalamus they are going to form the third order neurons which are uh, going to reach to the sensory cortex. Coming to dorsal spinocerebellar or posterior spinocerebellar tract. Their important function is they carry unconscious kinesthetic impulses to the cerebellum which are essential for regulation of body posture. The first order neuron arises from the muscle spindle, joints and the skin. It enters the spinal cord, spinal cord via DRG and makes a short ascent in the dorsal funiculus of the same side then terminates in the Clark's column uh, of the cells which is uh, nucleus dorsalis. The second order neuron arises from the class column, Clark's column and it is and it proceeds up through the dorsal spinocerebellar tract of the same side and reaches the medulla. In medulla fibers enter the inferior peduncle of the same side and end in the vermis of cerebellum from where the third order neuron arises. Third order neuron arises from the vermis of the cerebellum and it its axon pass to the anterior and posterior lobes of the cerebral cortex which forms third order neurons. Ventral or uh, anterior spinocerebellar tract. So their function is same as that of dorsal spinocerebellar tract. They carry unconscious kinesthetic sensation. The first order neuron arises from the muscle spindle, joints and skin. It enters the spinal cord via DRG and terminate in class column that is nucleus dorsalis. From there second order neurons from the Clark's column most of the second order neurons cross to the opposite side and some remain uncrossed and it proceeds up via ventral spinocerebellar tract of the same side and extends up to the level of red nucleus in midbrain. At red nucleus fibers turn sharply backwards and downwards and then enter the superior cerebellar peduncle of the same side and end in vermis of cerebellum from where third order neurons arise. Third order neurons arise from vermis of the cerebellum and goes to the anterior lobe of the cerebral cortex which forms third order neurons. So this diagram shows the, the, the dorsal and ventral spinocerebellar tract from the Clark's column the dorsal spinocerebellar tract they are going to enter into the inferior 
peduncle to reach to the cerebellum uh, they reaches the vermis then they are going to reach to the anterior and posterior part of the uh, the cerebellum whereas uh, the the ventral spinocerebellar tract uh, the most of them they are going to remain uncrossed many of the fibers they are going to reach to the superior peduncle and then they are going to reach to the vermis of the cerebellum uh, vermis of the cerebellum they, from where the third order neurons they are going to the anterior part of the cerebellum and some fibers uncross fibers they are going to reach to the opposite cerebellum sensation from face sensation from face are carried by sensory route of trigeminal nerve peripheral processes of neurons in the trigeminal ganglion pass through ophthalmic maxillary mandibular divisions of trigeminal nerve the trigeminal sensory nucleus has three components the principal or chief or main sensory nucleus which is located in the pons the spinal nucleus which extends down to uh, to the upper spinal cord and the mesencephalic nucleus which extends from pons to the midbrain the first order neuron of the uh, the trigeminal pathway is they are located in the trigeminal ganglion second order neuron they are located in the three components of the sensory trigeminal nucleus and the third order neurons they are located in the vpm nucleus of the thalamus uh, which uh, the which carries the uh, fibers conveying touch tactile sensation pressure Uh, they basically terminate in the principal nucleus fiber arising from the principal sensory cross to the opposite side and ascend up to terminate in ventroposterior nucleus of the thalamus from here the fibers they ascend to the sensory cortex fibers carrying pain and temperature from face after reaching the trigeminal ganglion descend from the pons through the medulla and spinal cord to end in the spinal nucleus fibers from the spinal nucleus cross opposite side ascend up in the spinal cord and medulla uh, to the ventroposterior nucleus of thalamus from here the fibers are sent to the sensory cortex proprioceptive impulses from the muscles of mastication and from the facial and extraocular muscles enter the pons and ascend to the mesencephalic nucleus they are the only primary afferents to have their cell bodies located within the central nervous system from the mesencephalic nucleus fibers leave cross to the opposite side to terminate in the ventroposterior nucleus of thalamus from the ventroposterior nucleus of thalamus the fibers are sent to the sensory cortex here you can see you have uh, uh, the trigeminal ganglia has mesencephalic nucleus the principal sensory nucleus and the spinal nucleus the mesencephalic nucleus mainly receives the proper receptive proprioceptive sensation whereas the principal nucleus they receive touch and pain sensation whereas spinal nucleus receives pain and temperature uh, sensation so this is another diagram showing the trigeminal pathway uh, the fibers which are from ophthalmic mandibular and maxillary they reach to the trigeminal ganglion from the trigeminal ganglion the fibers uh, they're going to reach to the the mesencephalic nucleus principal nucleus and spinal nucleus mesencephalic re, uh, it 
it mainly receives proprioceptive uh, sensation the principal sensory nucleus uh, the pressure and touch sensation whereas spinal nucleus receives uh, pain and temperature from from here the fibers they form trigeminal lemniscus then uh, they reach to the opposite uh, the thalamus from where the third order neurons reaches the infralateral part of the postcentral gyrus which forms the trigeminal pathway so this is in brief about uh, the sensory uh, system or the ascending tracts thank you